Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, is. Hey Trevor, guess what? What? It's another day, it's another episode of Retro Blist, and I got a great surprise for you. So help me if it's another LGN It's another game. LGN game! <laughs> I bet you're excited as I am! Well, that makes me want to punch myself in the face. I've already wanted to punch you, I do it all the time in my dreams. Oh. Now, you know, one week we played Uncanny X-Men, or Uncanny X-Men, uh -huh. uh, then another time we played Wolverine. Actually, at the same time, but yeah. Like, whatever. And yeah. then another time we played Terminator 2 <laughs> Judgment Day. Ugh. And now we're going to play yet another LGN game, and guess what? Why? We have another month left of LJN games. Just week after week, I'll get punched in the crotch with LJN games. Again and again and again. Just a punch. I just can't. I can't. Punch. Every time you're talking, it's a punch in the crotch with LJN. I can't take it anymore. LJN. Okay. Well, you know what we can take? Another episode of... Retro Blist! That's a great introduction to what will un you know, surely be an amazing episode, an incredible, uh, beautiful, uh, cartoony episode of Retro Bliss. Thanks for joining us. I'm Johnny Townsend, and with me, as always, is Trevor Franklin. We've been doing this is our 50 whatever episode. Hey, I know what my name is now, though. <laughs> you I, have approved. <laughs> I actually like my name now. You know why? Why? Because Mario says it at the start of every episode. That's right. Now, in case you guys missed it, starting the last episode, we had a very special, amazing thing happen to us, a couple of nerds. This, for us, running who do a retro gaming podcast, it's probably the most incredible thing that can happen to our show. It's downhill from here. <laughs> There's no way we're going to top this. We literally got the man who has voiced Mario for over 20-something years to say our names. He said yep. our names, Trevor. Yep. I think he said my name first. He saved the best for last. Oh, yeah, I guess we'll go that way. It just blows my mind, though. When you turn on Mario 64 and Mario's face appears and he starts talking to you, that guy said our names. Yeah. What's his name? Charles Martinet. There we go. Yep. We had to look up how he said his last name. Oh, I or thought it was Martinet, but so I didn't want it to, you know, I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Well, I'm glad you looked it up. Now he made said, me look foolish. I would have said Martinet like 20 times by now. Yep. <laughs> the E.T. Why is it silent? I mean, if it was, we would have never seen... That Spielberg movie. <laughs> Let's introduce our uh, special guest. Oh yeah, this is a special episode for us because it's not just me and you in the Shire coming to you live from Trevor's basement, which he's finally moved into. <laughs> not into the basement, but into the whole house. Oh yeah, you yeah. actually live here now. Yeah, we actually live here. It's pretty great. You've owned the house for a good two months now yep. and you finally live in it. Yep. So that's pretty great. Uh, we have two amazing guests. One of them has been on here before. Uh-huh. And for some reason, we tricked him into doing it again. And either he's an idiot or he just felt bad for us, and he decided to join. And that, of course, is Adam McDaniel. Hey, how you doing? We were doing great until we played this game. Yep, I and, agree. And then we have another special guest. We've been trying to get this guest for a long time. This is a big get for us. Which is pretty sad, considering he's your brother. <laughs> and we had to beg him to do it. <laughs> and then, of course, you can introduce your brother. Hey, this is Derek. 
Thanks for having me. I'm glad you invited me for such a great game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is why I haven't come in the past. I knew it was going to be something <laughs> like this. We abuse our guests like we abuse our fans. Yeah. And our family, so, apparently. Should we just go ahead and, I mean, it's kind of spoilerific. I think we should go ahead and abuse our fans. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're dumb. Why do they listen nah, to I, this? I, 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 I was going to say, <laughs> should we abuse LJN a little bit? Okay. I'm just going to be honest. The reason Derek is on this show is because he has the same memories of this game we're about to cover that I do. Right. And that is just sort of an overwhelming sadness. Yeah. So, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I don't know if we mentioned that. The game is Who Framed Roger Rabbit for the NES Nintendo Entertainment System. What year did this game? 1989. 1989. By LJN. By the... Well, they just published it. They didn't make it. A certain company... Uh, that makes me mad that they made this game. <laughs> made this well, game. we don't want to give away our true feelings. <laughs> yeah, but, but again, he's on this show because he remembered being sad playing this game as a child. And I told you, like, before he said that, I just remember being sad while we played this game. And I wanted to see if there's a reason for that. Well, and, and because we're great hosts, uh-huh. he's the one that we made play this game. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much played it the whole time. Yeah. So. I played it once, and that's all I needed for like five minutes. And for whatever reason... Derek, you decided that you would keep playing this. Is it, do you feel as sad today as you did back when you were younger? I'll, I'll go over it a little later, but I actually had some change of feeling about it. But <laughs> I, I will say this is one of the only NES games I've ever seen where when it's one person's turn is over and he tries to hand the controller off, everybody else physically moves away. <laughs> <laughs> I volunteered to take all the notes for this episode because I just really didn't want to play. <laughs> but we gave this game... Such a long chance that Johnny was getting upset. I was getting upset so and sleepy both at the same time. <laughs> so we played this game a good what, seventy-five minutes. It felt way too long. But, it yeah. was way too long. It was it was terrible. I hate life in general now because we did this to ourselves. Well, we'll get to our real feelings about the game later. But I loved it. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and say straight off: this is not your typical platformer. Well, before we get to that, obviously, yeah, let's do something else. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, obviously, I'm sure it's more important. It is. Okay. Obviously, this is based on a movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Well, you're right. We should talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the movie. You haven't. Derek, have you seen this movie? I don't remember ever seeing it. Adam, you said you've seen this. Yeah, I've seen it. But it's been a long time since me or you have seen it. Right. Okay. I remember the movie. When I, I saw this as a kid, the movie terrified me as a child. <laughs> There's a couple of scenes in the movie. One of them involves somebody getting rolled over by a steamroller. Yep. And even though it's done very cartoony, when you're a kid, it messes you up. Yeah. And another one involves the bad guy literally murders one of the tunes right in front of you to show that he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Drops him like a, a, a pit of acid or something yep. as this tune is screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> so what a great... Probably and this was a Walt Disney... Yeah, yeah, this was a Walt Disney cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, been, I need to go back and watch it and see if I still like it. It's been forever. Should I read the synopsis for the game... From the manual, because it sort of explains the movie, too. Yeah, yeah, do it. Is it, you think it's safe to read? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I still don't know why you're confused. So, I mean, this is a Disney movie, so, yeah. So, you've seen the movie, you know the story. This is from the structural manual, which we did not have, which would have really helped. Um, a heartbroken Hollywood tune star is accused of murdering one of the most popular men in town. The same man, who was just 24 hours earlier, seen playing patty cake, in quotation marks, with our star's lovely and mysterious wife. It's an open and shut case, right? Wrong. And then it goes on from there. But basically, it tells you you're going to be exploring downtown Los Angeles, City Park, Warehouse District, and even Toontown 
looking for the clues to help Eddie prove that Roger is innocent. So the game guide basically tells you everything about the game. Everything? Which is crucial because we didn't have any idea what we are doing. Let's just be honest. It doesn't tell you how to blow up a dang wall to get the two That's out. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about what kind of game is this. So it's kind of like, you know those PC click adventure games? It mixes that, but with like a, like a well-standard Nintendo action game. But it's kind of rough because you, you're expected to explore this world and find these clues, but you're still getting killed the whole time. It really reminded me of the Ghostbusters game, except for there's less money yeah. involved. Uh, and there's more action in this one than in Ghostbusters. Yeah. It really reminded me because there's like a driving <laughs> part or a walk, you can drive or walk around. It's very open world on this one. The, the game that really, it really surprised me how big this game kind of is when it comes to the open world. But yeah. You walk around and there's a, you're in city, you're in two different cities and you go into buildings and you look for things. You literally are rummaging through people's stuff and they tell you, hey, yeah. there's some stuff hidden in here. Please go through my things and see if you can find something you can use. Well, it looks like we're talking about gameplay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's a searching game. Yeah, that's all it is. This is Google before Google. Yeah. (laughs) You are. This game is nothing but a weird search engine. (laughs) You're going through this very gray city into random buildings that all look the same and searching for clues and talking to people who say one of two things. And those things are. I can't help you or try searching this building. They also say if you punch them in the face first, you horde man, go away. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, Derek, what's the best part about this game? I think you called it earlier. The What What did you say was the best part about this game? It doesn't, <laughs> was there a best part? I don't know. Punching, punching <laughs> people in the face. Just, just punching people in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only pleasure this, this can be derived. This might be the first children's game where you can punch women in the face. And Is this really a children's and you game? you get points I'm going to raise this. The movie wasn't really for kids. Yeah, but... They should have known better, because back then you didn't make NES games that weren't for kids. The movie was like PG-13, if I'm thinking right. I don't I don't know. I just can't see a bunch of grown men that aren't pathetic sitting around and playing this game. Well, I was about to say we so. did, but then we had the pathetic <laughs> yeah. thing to qualify it. So I don't know. May, I think it was made for kids, because most Nintendo games back then were. But, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see a kid being able to figure this out, because poor grown men couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the whole internet couldn't either because we looked oh. everywhere. <laughs> we looked everywhere for FAQs to try to get through this game and, and nobody was very specific. It's like nobody knows. Yeah. Like, where do you find the stupid dynamite? Everybody said, well, the dynamite's easy to find. <laughs> to be fair, Wait, we it did. Was. It was. Yeah, it was in the store. It was okay. literally in the store. You just go <laughs> yeah. to the store. Yeah. Well, that was the second time. The first time it just kept selling us a whistle over and over. We never had a yeah. chance to buy dynamite. Yeah, and that blew. Now, if we... <laughs> let's talk about the graphics real quick. Well, we're done with the gameplay. I mean, no, we can come back to it. Okay, but fine. There's not a lot to do with the gameplay. Is there anything I'm leaving out? The coolest part to me was you eventually get your car and you can call your car and you can actually drive around with the car. Yeah, you use and the you whistle. Can run over the weasels. That's the other thing we need to talk about. The there, there's car. quite a bit more gameplay wise. I mean, all right, well, tell us then, genius. <laughs> so it's kind of an open world game, but not a world you want to explore. But it's, but it's pretty big. <laughs> Because at some point, you do get Benny the cab, and you can drive around, and you can explore like different parts, and eventually, you can even discover a whole new city, which is Toontown. But you're basically going into buildings, and your ultimate objective is to collect the four pieces of the wheel, which I've not seen the movie. I don't know how that applies. I don't remember that part at all. So. But you've you got to collect the pieces of the wheel to ultimately fight Dr. Judge Doom. What's his name? Judge Doom. Judge Doom. <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> Dr. Judge. Judge Doom. So you fight Dr. Strange. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, these weasels, I, there's everything out in the game that's out to kill you. That's what makes it frustrating because it's like an adventure game, but you die all the time. Yeah. So let's, weasels can, will chase you down and if they catch you, you gotta <laughs> answer a joke. Which we'll get into later. Uh, cats can hurt you. Mice. Mice can hurt you. Uh, falling pots. Pots that fall from the, like, the second story can hurt you. That's, that's probably the best way to describe the gameplay is just to describe the one scene. So you're walking around the main city and then you walk to the, the storefront of the building. And then you have to go through a door to actually search inside the building. Well, when you, you're in the storefront in front of the building, as soon as you walk in, a mouse walks up and kills you. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, next time, okay, as soon as that mouse moves towards you, you have to run away. So you run away to the left and a pot falls on your head and kills you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a no-win situation. <laughs> it's Literally, there's a, there a time when Derek was trying to get to that store and he died like three times because as soon as you pop into that screen, that rat's right there. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to get around it. Yeah. And the probably the worst part about that is the game itself. Is that Roger Rabbit's following you around? Yes. And if he dies or gets carried away by birds, or yes. it usually kills you too. But it's he's not serving any purpose, so it's just frustrating. Like if the weasels capture him. Well, let's let's go and get into this because this might be. <clears throat> I don't know if this is the highlight or the low light of the game, <clears throat> but if the weasels capture you, you don't actually die right away. You have to answer a the punchline to a joke. And I would like to read a few of those. Okay. So there's a, I found a list where you can just look at all of them. So uh, the weasels might say, what tuba can't you play? Adam, what tuba can't you play? Yeah. Here, you can read the punchline. A tuba toothpaste. <laughs> a tuba toothpaste. <laughs> so that's what you're in for. That's a pretty good one. Derek, what was your experience with this part though? <laughs> Okay, well, here's here's the problem. One of the problems of the game as a child, we just had the cartridge, the loose cartridge, as a lot of people with Nintendo games did. We never had the manual. So, in this screen, the weasels ask you a question, and you just have to pick the correct answer. You'll have six or seven things to pick from, and you have to choose the correct answer. So, in any sane game, you would just press left or right, and then press start or A or something like that to pick the answer. Well, in this one, you have to hold select and press... Either up or down or left or right, I can't remember. Up or down. <laughs> up or down. Yeah, because why would it be left or right? <laughs> and A to select it once you do it. Yeah. And as soon as you come to this screen, before the weasels start asking the question, the timer starts at 8 or 9 and starts counting down to where you, you don't even have time to flip through and read them all. So as a child, I just remember if you got caught by the weasels, it was game over because <laughs> we had no idea that you no, would have no. to yeah. push every button on the NES controller to select an answer. And why? Just press up or down or left or right. That's all you should have to do. I think it's a good description of this game. It would just be why, <laughs> why, yeah, why to why use an game? item? You yeah. have to cycle through them. With, how did it work? You had to select and B. This is a hallmark of it's, LJN yeah. games, though. I know that I know they just publish them, but it seems like in every LJN game they make one decision that makes zero sense, like in yeah. Terminator Two. For whatever reason, when you're just beating up like a frat guy, just some guy you should be able to beat up, just got to yeah. the frat party or whatever, takes you 12 punches to knock one little goon out. And there's a row of them. And this game. <laughs> In this game, you just got to answer a punchline and then make it as difficult as possible. Instead of just pressing A to answer the stupid question, you got to press select and up and A. It's just dumb. Oh, wow. Timer way, counts down. Oh, yeah, yeah, timer. You got like five seconds to find the right answer and give it. And by the way, all the answers, once you see them, they make sense. You'll know the punchline to yeah. it. Uh, hey, Johnny, what hand do you usually write with? <laughs> My right hand. I usually write with a pencil. 
<laughs> so there's another joke you might get from the weasels. Right, so let's let's move on. Gameplay wise, we have very good back and forth. <laughs> Gameplay wise, I guess the only thing we haven't mentioned is there's a ton of items to collect, and they all serve a certain purpose. Like there might be a rat that's sort of guarding an item you need to get to, so you have to find cheese, throw the cheese down to distract the rat. You might find an exploding cigar. To be honest, I'm not sure that had a use. But if an enemy picks it up, he'll blow up. It tells you the dangers of smoking. Exactly. You might find, well, the plunger and the dynamite is how you get to Toontown by blowing up that wall. What are some other items? None of them are much fun to use, though, because it's just like one-time use. Then it's like, okay, well, that's kind of pointless One thing that was really good was the springs so you could jump. Yeah. Yeah, if if you have the flashlight, you could see in the cave. And if you have the spring shoes, you can jump over the hole and talk to the snake. And you gotta get... Was... In, in the hour we were playing, or more, two hours, probably close to it, the only use we ever found for the jumping shoes was so you could jump across the hole in the cave and go to the snake. There were no boxes yeah. you could jump on, no windows you could jump in. There was no other point in having the spring shoes than to talk to the snake. Which is... I guess that's sort of how old like point-and-click adventure games used to do it. But it feels so weird in this game, because they actually created a gameplay element to let you jump around with these spring shoes, and then you use it one time, and it's pointless after that. Yeah. It yeah. seems like a waste of energy. This whole game, I would describe as that, and also my life. Now, Trevor, the real question here is, how does this game look when you boot it up? Um, Gray. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, do you have a thought on the the graphics, like your initial impression? The visuals? Yeah. Just, just a lack of... <laughs> yeah. No, everything yeah. was... Yeah, really gray, unfortunately, is a pretty accurate description. Just a lack of color. Of course, you get to Toontown, and then it just just burns your retinas out because all, <laughs> yeah. all the pink. Yeah, they saved all the color for Toontown, <laughs> so, that's for sure. So downtown Los Angeles is nonstop. Los Angeles. Los Angeles <laughs> is completely gray, and Toontown is completely pink. Yeah. And then in between, you got like grass and hills that you drive in. No, not drive in. The car is oh, yeah. completely constrained to the road. Yeah. If you yeah. want to go anywhere else, you have to yeah. walk. Yeah, the car cannot leave the road at all. Oh, and the weasels, by the way, get their own vehicle and chase you down. So you got to answer the stupid jokes, even if you're in the car. Uh, hey, Adam. You can run mm-hmm. them over, though. Uh, Adam, what what do ghosts ride on this? Let me start again. <laughs> what do ghosts ride at the state fair? What a ghost ride. Uh, I don't know, Trevor. Tell me. The roller ghoster. Oh, no. yeah. Are you going to do all these jokes? No, that's when it makes sense. Just throw them in as it fits. I'll say about the graphics, though, that like when you actually enter the hotel rooms, I thought at like first they don't look bad, but then you realize every hotel room looks almost identical. Yes. And why is there a million hotels in this city? Are they supposed to be apartments? Have you been to Los Angeles? No. There's a lot of hotel rooms. Have you yeah. been to Los Angeles? No. Okay. Well, I don't Adam, know. Adam, have you been to Los Angeles? No, but I've seen pictures. Yeah. See? Were there hotel rooms in those pictures? Yes. Okay. So I guess it's realistic then. I'm not going to ask Derek because we've got our answer now. It's, there is plenty of We them. can move on. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair though, graphically, I don't think it's terrible. It's a four, five, six times better than Uncanny X-Men. We do want to be positive on this show. And I will say, Roger Rabbit looks good. It's a good sprite yeah. of Roger Rabbit. I love the way Benny the Cab looks for some reason. Yeah, he looks great too. Uh, the main... Bob Hoskins' character, I don't remember his character's name in this movie. Eddie. Eddie something. The detective. That's who you are. His sprite looks down. really bad, though, I think. <laughs> yeah. I will. I can say this about oh. graphics. You know, it's been forever since I've seen the movie. 
those of us who've seen the movie. Yeah. But the graphics were good enough that as characters were showing up, it was reminding me of, oh, yeah. Yeah, because you the boots, one in the, movie. the boots showed yeah. up on Toontown, and you remember the boots. Yeah, they were so I will say the graphics were at least serviceable. Yeah, but the main the player that you're playing as he looks Eddie terrible. Valiant. Yeah, even his punch animation is horrid. It's really bad. It's pretty funny. It's very funny and goofy, which I guess with the Toontown game it should be, but it didn't look good. To me. When you punch, you hop around like a rabbit. Yeah, and you can. That's what part of the gameplay. You can charge up your punch. Yeah, you know, punch harder. Oh. I guess. Which will come in handy when you fight the main boss. But the best part about that is charging up a punch and punching Roger Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, that's... That is the only joy I remember in the game as a kid, was hiding in a hotel room, charging up a punch, and letting Roger Rabbit have it for hours. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you get me caught again. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's a weird, that's a weird statement that's, to say you're hiding up in a hotel room. Yeah. Punching so you, a rabbit. You say you punch a rabbit <laughs> for, for hours. Yeah, for yeah, hours. For so speak, speaking of punching a rabbit, uh, what animal would you Patty like? Cake all over again. That's, that's awful. I don't even understand that one. Well, read it anyway. See what, <laughs> what animal would you like to be on a cold day? Oh, uh, we got to know this. What's something about an icicle? Animal on a cold day. I don't get this, and I see the I see the punchline. Some icicle. What animal sounds like an icicle? Polar bear. Oh, I guess. Oh, polar bear. I just now got it. Polar bear. So you would like to be an otter? Huh? Hotter, maybe? Hotter? I know. I know. The answer is otter, but I guess it's supposed to sound like hotter. It's terrible. Maybe they're like the main enemies of the weasel. I do know one thing. There's an animal you can't ever trust. A cheetah. Yep. That, well, I remember that from the yeah. game. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, now you've seen what we've been through for almost two hours. That's the one point that I was awake was there. There's like a lot of these jokes, but we got like three or four repeats somehow. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so graphically, a lot of gray, a lot of repetition. But what about the music? I thought the music overall was actually pretty good. It was much better than I was expecting, I guess is the best way to yeah. put it. Because it actually does change. There's more than one song in it. When you change areas, the music will change. Sometimes it'll speed up. Some of the music, I even looked at him one time, I said, this, this music isn't half bad. <laughs> so, I, I think that was just because it was in relation to how bad the game was, though, that the music be. suddenly seemed bright and shining. What did you notice? We were all complaining about the music for like 30 minutes because it was that same song and it was not very good. But then it's like at a certain point, the music just changed. Yeah, there's something yeah. that triggers a music change, and I'm not sure what it was because at first I thought it was only the one song and it was making me really contemplate life. Yeah. Which is what this game just does in general, apparently. And did you notice when you got in Benny the Cab that sometimes the music would speed up and he would start going faster? Yeah. I don't know if that was just something. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. It slowed down a time or two, too. Yeah. The car and the music. So I think it may have just huh. been a glitch. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> huh. We found something in this game. But years later. I guess the music went from pretty rough to, huh, this isn't bad. Yeah. Because it did change a few times. I think so. Anything else about the graphics we need to talk about? Um, or the I'll, music or the sound or about this game in general? Uh, well, oh, how about the, the probably the most frustrating thing, and a lot of these old games did this, but this is one of the worst I've ever seen. You can continue with a cheat or a, a passcode to, to continue your game, but it's like 20 something characters long. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. And half the cheats that you're told on the internet don't work. Yeah. And it's A through Z and zero through nine. So it's not yeah. just numbers or yeah. letters. It's yeah. there's thirty a, such a six ridiculous possibilities. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like Johnny was saying too, I've never seen a game before with so many cheat codes online that just don't work. 
and we like we found the one cheat code and it gives you every single item in the game except the dynamite. Why? <laughs> Why make you go hunt the dynamite? Yeah. You know, because it's easy to get. You just go to the store. Right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so I, I just there's really something I want to know. Okay. Um, I better have the answer to this. Why are you so angry? Uh, well, so I'm in my mid-30s. It's all the rage. Oh. That's why. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, because we just spent an hour and a half playing this oh. game. So, I was yeah. going to real with you and just say, I like I'm in my 30s. Nope, just another weasel joke for you. And this is what I do, is this show. <laughs> That's too real for this me. This is all I got to show for about 30 years of existence <laughs> in this world. This one's not bad. You want another one? Yeah, might as well. We've already went this far. So, uh, why are barbers such fast drivers? Because they get mad because they're always getting cut off. I don't know. What do you think, Adam? I think you I was a... I was trying to say something about cutting off or they yeah. cut you off. They know all the shortcuts. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I think it's time for? What's that? Our final opinions. Okay. You were about to say the Bliss Quiz. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just you're me up. Johnny has been ready for this game to be over with for over an hour. you got to understand. <laughs> you're me up. I forgot we didn't give our final scores yet. All right. Like, who, who do we want to start with? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't let the guests do it first. I think you should. Is that, I thought I would go first if they would have a Actually, to go by. I'm giving you a hard time. I really want you to start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, this game, it's nowhere near as bad as Uncanny X-Men. It's actually... Which is the low bar. Which is our low bar. It's a 0.5, the lowest score we've ever given in history. It's... it's. I still think Wolverine... I'm just judging this on LJN games. Yeah. I still think Wolverine was a better game than this. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the score I gave Wolverine. I feel like it was like a three to a four around in there. I think we both gave it a four. Okay. Which is, we said it was low average, but just barely. I think it's more fun to play this, which is saying a lot because it's not that fun, but it's more fun than Terminator 2. And I gave it a two and a half, I think. So I'm yeah. going to have to give this a three and a half. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, as in the world's, there's a lot more to it than you would think. Yeah. They put a lot of effort. You can't say that this game that they were lazy making this game. They put a lot into it. So I'm going to go to three and a half. That's my okay. final score. It's more I, than I thought. Well, it, I had more fun, but I don't know if I would like it near as much as I was playing this by myself. Yeah. It helps a lot that the four of us were playing this together, technically. It sounds strange, but I think I enjoyed it more because I didn't have to play it. Because <laughs> <laughs> this game takes a lot of effort, yeah. and watching Derek play it made me enjoy it more. I'm really curious to Derek's scores when we get to him. <laughs> so who should go next? Adam? Adam, what are you? Sure. what's your final score in this game? All right. I will say that, speaking of Derek playing it so much, I think he hit on it earlier, but it is the only game I've seen us play that <laughs> when one guy decided, hey, do you guys want to play, everybody just kind of backed up. No, no, no. It's a good way to clear the room. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel the same way. There's a lot to it, but just not executed very well. There's a lot of things, like you talked about, choosing the answer to a punchline. I feel like there's a lot of difficulty thrown in it just for the sake of adding difficulty, not really adding to the game. Uh Something about it brought to mind Toe Jam and Earl, which was much, much better game. Actually, one of my favorite games. Maybe it was just the spring shoes. I don't know. But uh, something about it brought that to mind. I guess like the discovery aspect of it or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, just like Johnny said, overall, they've got a lot in it. But it just didn't feel like it was executed very well. I was actually thinking probably two and a half, something like that. So 2.5 or 3.5. I'm really not sure what I want to give it yet. Do you want to go next, Derek? 
I'm enjoying I'll, soaking this in. I'll go next. But mine's going to be a really long, convoluted answer to a simple question. <laughs> That's how we like it. That's usually That's me, though. Kinda, this kind of describes this game. But before we yeah. even played the game, I had set in my mind that this is this is the worst game I've ever played. And I've, I've only seen X-Men played. I haven't played it personally. So <laughs> I, 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 I know what we're doing after this. <laughs> oh, man. But I remember being three or four years old, maybe five at the oldest, and my uncle and parents and brother, we would all sit around and watch each other play Nintendo games or if it was two players play. And I remember when this one came up, I just, I would rather have been, I would rather gone to bed on a Saturday <laughs> night at seven o'clock being a four-year-old than watch this game. It's just that bad. But playing it now, I see that us not having the instruction manual and me being four, I give it a little more credit now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if it was just a, a point and click adventure game, then, then I would maybe even give it a higher score. But for some reason, they felt the need to put in pots that fall in your head and mice that kill you. And we should add that this stuff happens even while you're standing there pressing the A button waiting to search something. So you're just trying mm-hmm. to search a room, and you're still getting killed in the background with no real way it went around it. That's the LGN so way right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shoddy work. And were you going to talk about the actual developer of it later, or should we talk about that now? Oh, go ahead, because you already know it, so I spoiled that. That's... While we were playing the game, after the game over screen, it popped up who developed this game. It's a it's a big shocker. And I just yeah. looked around the room with a dumbfounded look, wondering how this could happen, because one of the staples of my youth has been slaughtered right in front of me. Because <laughs> <laughs> this game was developed by Rare. The same people who did GoldenEye? Uh, even RC Pro-Am. RC Pro-Am? I mean, Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. The list of games that this company made that, uh, that I loved growing up, mm-hmm. and then they did this as well. Everybody does something for a paycheck. (laughs) They were obviously just cashing a check on this one. (laughs) I don't know if it was a two-man team or a four-man team that worked on it, but they went in some areas overboard and other areas they just didn't care. But I'll I'll wrap up and give my score. Four-year-old me gives this game a one. Uh, (laughs) Older me, I see some gameplay there, and I guess if you're really into this kind of game, maybe it's a three and a half. But... It's to make an NES game that's somehow boring and kids don't want to play it just seems wrong to me. <laughs> You're sucking the soul out of what Nintendo is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm tempted to go higher only because of basically what Derek said. It is not as horrid as I thought it was because I realize now the manual does give you a lot of detail that's very important. But again, game developers by this point in 89, they should have known that most kids don't have the manuals. You rent the games. Of course, they don't want you to rent the games. They want you to buy them new. So maybe Nintendo notoriously hated yeah. rentals. They so maybe that's part of it. They sued Blockbuster, I think, one time. I think if you have the instruction manual, which, you know, since the internet exists, you can have it. You can figure out some things. And I do realize now it is more of a, an adventure game than a straight-up, you know, action game. But there's still so many bad decisions um, here I'm going to do what I did a long time ago, and Johnny loves this. I'm going to start out with the score. Oh goodness! I'm going to start out with the ten. Here comes the math. So I'm going to start out with the ten out of ten because he does this because he doesn't have a score in his head yet. Because I res- <laughs> this is how I come to my score. I take this very seriously. I respect that this game doesn't try to be like every other NES game from the era. It's, it's not a platformer at all. It's I wish it was kind of, but <laughs> it's something totally different. I respect that. And actually, I miss these old PC-style adventure games. It's just this one doesn't quite work. So we started at a 10. 
but the blandness and repetition of what you're doing cuts the score in half to a five. Okay, so we're now at a five. This might sound crazy, but for me, the jokes, I'm going to take it up to a six because the jokes are so terrible, <laughs> so horrible, that I think it adds to it for me. Uh, let me just. I'm not done yet, though. Let me just jump All in right. on this joke thing real quick, though. Yeah. Adam and I love really bad jokes. Me and him are big fans of, of wordplay and puns, and these were below my standard. And my <laughs> oh, standard is insanely low. <laughs> these jokes are terrible, but there's some strange morbid curiosity because, like, I wonder who wrote these jokes. I mean, I guess there's some guys at Rare. Maybe it's British humor. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Anyway, so we're at a six currently. All right. You have to wait four or five seconds to search through every single item, and you got to search through so many things. That is so frustrating. That mucks us down to a five. The fact that they basically ruined the whole adventuring part by making random animals kill you constantly just makes the game stressful when it shouldn't be. That takes us to a four. And I thought like just some general sloppy decisions thrown in there. I'm, I'm landing in a three and a half. That's the number I have in my head from the beginning. We're all kind of in that general area. So you could have said three and a half instead of all that. Three and a half out of ten. Do you want to know how much this game goes for? Yeah, as well, I was going to ask, what does this game go for right now? Another thing I'm going to ask, guys, is we try to come up with ways, if we didn't overall like a game, what we could change about it to maybe make it a little better in retrospect. Uh, I'm kind of thinking, Trevor kind of alluded to this in his long spiel about just giving it a three and a half. And that (laughs) is, what if they would have just let you be Roger Rabbit of of all the... This is for kids, anyway. Be Roger Rabbit, the actual dang cartoon rabbit... (laughs) Yeah. And make yeah. it more of a platformer. Yeah. I kind of wish they'd take the easy way out, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, there's some, there's some great games that are platformers. Now, I'm not saying this could have been great this way, but I think yeah. it would have been head and shoulders and bunny ears above what it is now. I gave Donald Land, which is a Japanese only platformer where he plays Ronald McDonald, <laughs> like twice the score almost I'm giving this yeah. game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I would have liked it more. <laughs> yeah. So, you I get- forgot about that game after I busted out a little bit, but. <laughs> I agree with that, and I actually think that based on the movie and everything, it actually kind of set up itself to be a good platformer. You have the different weasels that could have been nice boss fights, yeah. and you know, and then you've got all the little goons and stuff that would have would have kind of lent itself very well to a platform, more of a platform mm-hmm. style. So I guess we're going to say this is not Retro Bliss approved. No. It goes for about $8, oh, which man. is not expensive. Okay, that's the next question. Would you pay $8 for this game? I wouldn't, because I don't think there's any joy to be had. I mean, even even <laughs> yeah. when we took all the shortcuts, like there's no incentive to see the story because there is no story. The only story is in the instruction yeah. book. Like, oh, you didn't not- actually see the end. Uh, let me tell you the end real quick. Okay, here's what happens. I don't remember the ending of the movie. I just know that they do defeat the guy. What's his name? The main judge, judge, judge played by Steve. Christopher Lloyd. They do defeat him, and I think he gets run over by a, at one point a steamroller. Because I remember as a kid that terrified me. Mm. In in the in the actual game, when you beat him, he just kind of goes up in the air and disappears like a little small explosion. <laughs> think, think like Bebop and Rocksteady when you beat him in the Ninja Turtles. There's some reason they would explode, but just a little way less than that of an explosion. Wow. And then you go over, and then, you know, because when you walk in that room, Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit are tied up and hanging up. They, you save them, and then the screen just goes to black with text telling you, hey, you saved Toontown. This, <laughs> yeah. this game has all the story of Donkey Kong. The original yeah. Donkey Kong, but it's but it's an adventure game. So what's the yeah. incentive for adventuring when when there's there's nothing? Maybe there? that's it. There's an identity crisis here because it plays like an adventure game, but without the part that makes you care. 
And then it kind of plays like an action game, but it's terrible as an action game. Yeah, because they give you no way to fight back. Right. You, you just have to take it. If they would have made yeah. it where you could jump on an enemy or anything, it would have improved it ten times. I think that's a great a great sub name for this game. Roger Rabbit, you just have to take it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is not the lowest scores we've ever given games. No. But it is kind of a joyless exercise in some ways. Yeah, I This think is it, another one of those games that could have been so much better. They would have just made some different decisions. Yeah. Which to me just describes LJN games in a nutshell. But I guess we're saying that it's seven times better than Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, it I, really is. It really is, yeah. I think that's just from a technical standpoint, more than yeah. fun or entertainment or any of that. No, I'm telling you, this is more fun than Uncanny <laughs> X-Men. Well, <laughs> you think I'm kidding. We're going to make that, you play that next. That game is wretchedly painful. This game is just unfun. Yeah. Right? I mean, is that accurate? Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> if, I, if I made you choose between these two games... This and Uncanny X-Men, you could only play one. And other games ever, you could choose any other games. You'd be playing Roger Rabbit again. Just stop playing games altogether. Yeah, you should just grow up. I'm beginning <laughs> to think you're not really a friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm being up front with you. You're just now figuring this out? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Derek and Adam, do y'all have any last parting comments, the last you'll ever be able to say to our millions of fans about Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? I don't think we said the full title yet. The Judge Guy did. That's the name of the game. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. But, I mean, in the movie, that was, I think... Oh, yeah. He read it in a synopsis. Like, he got in trouble. He's framed for the yeah. thing. I think it was the judge who did it. I, I mean, can't it would, remember. I, I can't remember. For that sure would make either. sense. But it would make sense since he's the villain. All right. My final takeaway is, uh, yeah, kind of like we said. I think it is, I think you said, uh, like an identity crisis. I think so. It's sort of a game that is somewhere in, I don't know, purgatory, limbo. And it never really connects on any type of game. And it would have been much better as a platformer. And I can remember that, actually, something Derek said reminded me, or somebody. I can remember that as a kid when the game came out, just sort of assuming that you're going to be playing as Roger Rabbit and being really disappointed that that you mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah, my final takeaway is, I guess, that it's sort of an identity crisis, as you said, and uh, I don't know, it just doesn't really connect with me on any level. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like, I'm, I've always been a big fan of, like, adventure games and, and mm-hmm. searching for things, stuff like that. And this this game just didn't connect with me at all. Yeah. My final take is good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I spent probably hours playing this as a kid and not understanding what was going on. And now I understand what's going on and wish I didn't. I, yeah. I had no more fun than I did when I was a kid. But at least I see they did put a little effort into it now. Yeah, if I'm being fair, my score was probably based on the – the effort that went into it, and the fact that it's not like every other game. But if we just base solely on fun factor, I don't think any of us had much fun. No, nah, so I think this is one of those games that if it's a one-player game, we should say that. Yeah. If you're playing this by yourself, it's no fun at all. There's no way I would have quit that long by myself. But the yeah. fact that we were all four in the room hanging out and making yeah. jokes as we were playing it, they helped it quite a yeah. bit. But that's the only reason it was fun is because we made it fun. It wasn't because the game was fun. You know what would honestly be more fun than this game? A commercial break? Yep. I think you're right. Let's roll that beautiful commercial. When you want to laugh again, feel romance again, and be amazed again. I'll drive on the cat. And again and again, you've got a Who Framed Roger Rabbit happen. Got a thing for rabbits. So satisfy it the only way possible. Own this Academy Award winner on video cassette. Only $23.99 after $3 rebate with additional purchase. Get into the Roger Rabbit habit. All right. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part. What part is that? 
the Bliss Quiz. this week yep. since we have guests in the studio trevor's doing the bliss quiz all by himself and it means it's Derek versus adam versus me and the winner gets what trevor a million chances to play this game oh man no. so we should all just leave. <laughs> no actually throw it <laughs> as promised in the last episode this bliss quiz is going to end with a dice game but i'm going to tell you how it works after you've all uh, answered my questions so the way this is going to work is I've created five questions here since um, I'm not partaking. I'm just the host. And to chime in with your guess, there's, these are multiple choice questions. You can chime in any time. You don't have to wait for me to read them all, but then you're at a disadvantage because you didn't hear all the answers. If you think you know it, chime in by saying your name so that way everybody knows who chimed in. And you get a chance to answer. If you're wrong, the other guys can still chime in by saying their name. If nobody gets it right, we move on. Okay. You only get one try, though, to get it right. So, what is the rotten... So, for this question, whoever's closest... It's all right. I take back what I just said. This first question is a little different. <laughs> you're all, you're all going to get to guess on this one. You don't have to chime in with your okay. name. Whoever gets closest to the correct number, which is between 0 and 100, is going to get this question right. So, what is the Rotten Tomatoes score for the Roger Rabbit movie? So Rotten Tomatoes aggregates scores from 62 different reviewers. Professional critics reviewed this movie. Uh, what was the overall score? Aggregates just means they averaged. Yes. Adam, let's start. Man, that's a disadvantage. Let's start with Johnny. Put him at a disadvantage. I remember this movie being, it's kind of a, a weird classic now. Yeah. Like it's kind of a, a cult classic almost. And I remember it actually being pretty decent. I'm going to say this got a, I'm going to give it a, a 77. All right, Adam. Okay. Yeah, kind of the same for me. I remember it being, yeah, I remember it being okay. And Rotten Tomatoes is usually a less harsh crowd for, you know, movies that are more just fun. But I'm still going to say maybe a little lower, maybe, uh, let's see, I'll say 68. Derek? Being Disney, and they, they haven't made a sequel, so that... Their best movies, they usually make sequels, and their worst movies, they usually make sequels. I'm going somewhere in the middle, but then the memory of this game taints my score, so I'm going to go with the 58. So I'm just going to say that I was blown away when I looked at this. 62 critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave this game, a, this movie, a 97%. So That's, I got a wow. point. <laughs> so almost all of them liked the movie. So I won. This so round. Johnny won this one. Wow. So remember, Johnny has a point. Remember that in your head. Okay, or write it on that receipt if you want to. It's <laughs> <laughs> breaking the wall there again. I'll give you time. So just to make sure, yes, all the rest of the questions are multiple choice. So, well, <laughs> almost. The next two questions are multiple choice. So here you go. <laughs> Chime in with your name when you know the answer. Find the bargain. Oh, gosh. So there's three items. Just so you know, this means a cheaper one. Yep. Fine. <laughs> you can, you can chi- I just said it for myself. You can chime in when you want to guess, but there are three items, so... So it's the cheapest item, a Roger Rabbit 1987 five-foot-tall plush toy, a sealed VGA-rated 85-plus copy of this very game we played, 
or a Ty Beanie Baby, Hippity Bobby the Bunny Rabbit? Johnny is the first one. Johnny, you are wrong. Oh, dang it, Derek. Derek. Uh, it's the sealed copy of this game. Uh, it's got to be. You're right. <laughs> so, the Roger Rabbit plush was 500 bucks. <laughs> the VGA rated 85 plus, which is high rating, was $360 for this game. That's oh, all I was going for the well, cheaper one. That's all. <laughs> you still got it wrong after telling them what to do. Wait. <laughs> you said the copy of the game, right? Yeah. That was the cheapest. Derek got it right. The Thai Beanie Baby Hippity Boppity the Bunny Rabbit was $35,000. Somebody's Somebody somebody's being in it. It's a buy it now. Nobody's going to buy it. Somebody's still living in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Or early 2000s. I don't, I'm going to put myself through college on Beanie Babies. Yeah. <laughs> so Derek and Johnny both have one. Yep. Adam, you need to step up the game. All right. Don't be a shy. Don't be a shy. <laughs> don't be a shy. <laughs> don't be a shy. So I'll tell you, there are four possible choices on this one. And I absolutely love this question because it required some research. So, in this game, if you actually manage to make it to the nightclub and meet Jessica Rabbit, which we did not manage to do, she will eventually give you a phone number. However, to the disappointment of most youth who owned the game back in the day, there's nothing you can do with the phone number in the game. You actually have to pick up your telephone and call this number. However, the phone number's long since dead, and whatever it was supposed to do back then is not what it does now. So what happens if you dial the number that Jessica Rabbit gives you? Uh... She answers and tells you. I screwed this question up. <laughs> is it what happens now or what happens then? We're gonna. It's what happens now. Okay. She answers and tells you where to look for the last part of the will. Well, we know it's not right because he literally just said. I've literally run this question. Yeah. Let's just keep going though. <laughs> Judge Doom answers and taunts you. A dating hotline picks up. A telemarketer for older adult security alerts. Johnny, it's the dating line. Wrong. Dang it. How's it not that? I thought I read that so That's all. Do you want me to read them again? Nah. Derek. Uh, it's Adam Slaw on his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the older older adult security yeah. line. So I actually called this number while y'all were playing the game, which is a big risk for myself. Yeah, that's kind of that's risky. <laughs> no, we share a cell phone bill, so it's risky for both of us. Right? Well, it was a 1-800 number. That's the only reason okay. I did it. And it's uh, <laughs> the it answers. this man answers and says, is there anyone in your house over 50? If so, press 1. And I pressed 1. And they're trying to sell you some kind of security alert system. This so, is I fall in and I can't get up. Roger yeah, Rabbit edition. Right. So <laughs> I just thought that was amazing that this number still works, but it's something totally different now. All right. Sorry for screwing that question up. The last two are pretty amazing. Right. So Adam, you're going to board it. Family this, style. It's anybody's game. This is going to be an open-ended question. You're each going to get a chance to answer. Johnny, you do a podcast for a living and like to tell jokes, so you should have an advantage here. So, I picked a joke from the game that the weasels ask you, and I want you to make up a punchline. And I'm going to pick the one that I think is either the closest to the real punchline or the best. Whatever I want to pick, basically. Okay. Adam. <laughs> he's, just, he's just making sure his buzzer works. <laughs> so, this joke is terrible. All right. What is a forum? And we're going to start with Derek. What is a forum? F O R U M. What is a forum? I already got this an is an actual joke from the game. I already got an answer. That's why Johnny does this for a living, because I don't have an answer. 
What is a forum? It's less than. Think a, about how stupid. <laughs> less than a five of them. You took it, Dana. You, <laughs> you, you gave away half of it. <laughs> is that true? Start talking. <laughs> no, I'll let Johnny keep it. But I've already said it and ruined his timing. So yeah, that joke's ruined now. <laughs> yeah, when you think about how dumb the jokes are in this game, that should help you. I'm drawing a blank. I'll have to pass. Nothing. Nothing. All right, Adam. <laughs> that was yours, Johnny. Yeah. Less than a five. <laughs> okay. Let me uh, let me think of something. Then. You can be similar I'll, to him because he went out of turn. Well, I was going to say more than a three of them. <laughs> he has to learn. More than a three <laughs> so got more than a three of them. More than a three of <laughs> Johnny? Less than a five of them. I'm keeping it because I think it's a great joke. <laughs> well, you're both close, but Adam actually went in turn, so I'm giving it to him. <laughs> it's a two of them plus a two of them. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I have no points, so I got the sympathy vote. There you go. So you all have a point now? Derek's right. got two. I got two. Oh, Derek has two. Wow. Yep. So... The next one is also a joke. And this time we will start with Johnny. This is also from the game. And this one is one of my favorites. What did one rose say to the other rose? Johnny? What did one rose like say to the other rose? the flowery rose, yeah. <laughs> rose okay, <laughs> make sure. Because you don't know what a bargain is. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What did one rose say to the other rose? Yep. Oh, man, this is... You don't even have to try to be funny. Just think about how dumb this game is. <laughs> I am, but I want it to be clever. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you're definitely going to get it wrong then. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's think this out. All right, roses have thorns. Mm-hmm. A nose. You really think the developers of this game put this much thought to the answer? <laughs> Just let me get to okay. it. Okay. Right, roses have thorns. Uh, thorns will prick you. Therefore, roses are <laughs> <laughs> So that's why one rose says to the other rose? Hey, don't be a Okay. Can we use that on our show? Do we need to beep this? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a bad word or not. Adam, would you let your kid hear that word? <laughs> yeah, he heard it. <laughs> <laughs> this show's just going to pot. <laughs> All right, Adam. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't judge you because this game, that's how this game rolled. <laughs> you told him just to say it, just to not be funny. Derek, knowing this is British humor and not very good British humor, I'm going to say, look at my bloomers. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That was actually great. Well, I like Derek's answer better, but Adam's was almost right. Hello, That's scary. So, what does one rose say to another rose? Hello, bud. <laughs> All right, so who's giving it to Adam? Adam's getting Since it. Since he was so close. Why can't yeah. you give it to me? I almost cussed on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, as per usual, I'm behind. Well, this stinks. Because <laughs> <laughs> Derek and Adam are tied at two. See, how's this convoluted game that you made up work? Well... Y'all kind of ruined up my time. I didn't think about this. So, first what we're going to do to break this tiebreaker. Well, if there's any reward, I played the game, so I feel like I should get an extra point <laughs> yeah. for playing this game for an hour That is and a true. Half. Adam, do you concede? Yeah, I concede that. All right. Well, but I don't know if it's a reward to win this game. So, Derek, <laughs> Derek won the game, and for his reward, is uh, stuck playing this game for all eternity. <laughs> However, the game is not over, because... Judge Doom is looking you square in the face, and you need to punch him really hard to beat him once or for all and save your friend Roger Rabbit and go ride into the sunset with Roger Rabbit. So the dice game is back. I have three dice here. They are all D20s. Judge Doom has a health of 30. So the way it works... So I literally can't win. No, it's a cooperative game now. Okay. The moral of the story is work together. The way it was going to work, and it did work out, is for each one of you that got at least one question right, you're going to get a die. 
and you all got at least one question right, so you're all going to get to roll. So at the same time, you're going to roll and try to achieve together in the power of friendship <laughs> a, a total of 30 or more to defeat Dr. Doom, Judge Doom, <laughs> and destroy this game. Yeah, Dr. Doom's a different thing altogether. <laughs> and to erase this game from all memory. Okay. So you need a 30 altogether. We can do this, guys. Roll at the same time. One, two, three, roll. We have 11. Oh, 17. 17 and 1. <laughs> Derek got a 1. You ruined us. We literally lost by 1. You got- <laughs> so, Johnny and Adam got a 28 between them. And when you add in Derek's help, that's a 29. <laughs> so, Dr. Doom, Judge Doom. Never, this means we're going to do another one of these later. Judge Doom God. walked up to each of you. Uh-huh. Slap you around. I hope he just punched me right in my heart and just ripped it out. Threw you into the street where a bunch of those heart. stupid rats ate your flesh and um and went away laughing. So the dice game will return in the next episode of Retro Blist. <laughs> thanks to Derek. So, thanks You're so welcome, Derek. Johnny. I'm glad you'll be here to enjoy I finally, it. I finally did it right. I finally did it right. You did a good job. Good job, Donnie. <laughs> I was so proud of this Bliss quiz and I messed up two of the questions really bad. So, listeners... You put a lot of work into it. Go to iTunes. Oh, they put a lot of work into this game. Look what happened with that. Exactly, yeah. That's the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Go to iTunes. Yeah, don't put a lot of work into things. And tell me... Leave us a five-star review, but tell me how I could have done a better job with the Bliss Yeah, quiz. that's right. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review, even if you think we're a four- to or less-star podcast. Yep. If you go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, we will include you in some way in the episode. We'll read your review, even if it's a terrible one. Yep. As long as you give us five stars, we don't care. <laughs> Because that's how we roll. Yeah. We just want five stars. And I think begging for reviews is how we should end this episode. We're not the only show that does it. (laughs) That's for sure. So for Roger Rabbit and Eddie (laughs) What's-His-Face and Derek and Adam. And Johnny. And Johnny, who's always going to say his own name. And Trevor, (laughs) myself. You said your own name. Um, How do you want to end this? I can't really blame you if you don't come back. I mean. What was you going to say, Adam? (laughs) I know a way to end it. Okay. You remember how Roger Rabbit used to say, please, please, Eddie? He would say, I know it's a different yeah. way. How you would should, he do it? You should give that a shot. That he'd go out on the I don't remember how he did it, though. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> you do it for us. Right in the I microphone. can't do it either. That's what he would make his jaw flap. Well, I've never heard it. It's going to uh, be terrible. Well, just now you stepped in. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, keep being entertaining. Keep being entertaining. You haven't seen the movie. I figured you'd remember It's it. been like 20 years. Because <laughs> it was a big it's, thing. It's not my time. account, but if anybody else, as a kid, had nightmares from the, the music that plays when the weasels are chasing you in this game. Leave a comment on... Where can they leave a comment, Johnny? You can leave a comment at, uh, at RetroBlist on Instagram. That's where you can follow us on there. Facebook page is the same thing, RetroBlist. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, the same thing, which I assume you already know that because you're listening to it now for whatever reason. Or they could put it on Twitter and Trevor never see it. Yeah, you put it yeah. on Twitter and Trevor will look at it once a month. And also, yep. also follow me on Instagram at johnnyism 28 and my other podcast, History Creeps. Find it on iTunes as well. Trevor, let's go out with this amazing clip. Well yeah, worth it. Yeah. We could have just told Chris. I don't know what this is, but here we go. This is the- <laughs> there it is. Oh, wow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible episode.